Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, and that is Tim. And we, of course, talk about horror movies. But it is December. It is the season. So Merry Christmas, first of all. We're getting that. T- it's that time of the year again. We're going to do a couple of Christmas movies over this week and next uh, to be in the the holiday spirit. And this week, funnily enough, this marks the third episode in a row where we've done a foreign movie, which was not intentional. It just kind of worked out that way. But this week we watched a movie that I have been meaning to get around to ever since it came out, which I shockingly realised when I went to put it on that it's been six years since it came out, which makes me terrible at actually seeing movies (laughs) because it took me that goddamn long. But we're going to be talking about Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale, which is a Finnish film. uh, And it is (laughs) the story about the real less than pleasant version of Santa Claus uh, and him coming back one Christmas in the sort of the middle of the sort of rural area of Finland, uh, right at the border. So, uh, we'll start spoiler free, as we tend to do, and we'll go into spoilers partway through. Tim. Yes. How did you like this one? <laughs> and I, I asked this nervously because last week we had different opinions, and <laughs> I want a nice easy week, mm. Tim. So go and lay it on me. I don't know. I uh, really like this movie uh, quite a bit. It has a very good. Uh, well, actually, let me start with this because uh, I think I mentioned it when we did like holiday movies last year. But uh, I really like uh, Christmas horror movies, uh, especially you know the ones that are. You know, usually involves some type of killer, deranged to Santa. Silent Night, um, Deadly Night, yes. Yeah. Christmas <laughs> Evil, yes. We did both of those last year. There'll be links in the corner if you want to see your thoughts on those. Um, and yeah, this is no exception. This is a really good one. Uh, I really like the setting, like the very bleak, you know, very snowy landscape. Uh, I, th- I thought it looked really good. Um, I have a few complaints, but, you know, we can. Uh, get on that a little later but overall thoughts are i really dug it i have a couple of nitpicks and i do have one kind of sizable thing to to mention that i'll that i'd wished happened however uh, i really enjoyed it as well to me i mean this is like debatably riding a very thin line as to like is it really a horror movie and it kind of is and it kind of is i would say it's it's verging more into the sort of gremlins territory where it's got horror ideas and it's touching mm. on horror but it's not maybe a full out horror movie but it doesn't matter because it's Christmas so we're going to have fun yeah. anyway and it's mostly from the point of view of the kid uh, and I will say his name once maybe more uh, I'll butcher it probably I, I believe it, it looks like it's the Finnish version of my name amusingly enough <laughs> but I'll, I'll struggle and say it anyway uh, Pietari is the, the kid's name and it's you know him and his dad and his, his dad's two sort of friends slash co-workers uh who sort of like the movie's mainly about his dad's a butcher and you know the other guys uh, I think are in the same trade and there's this mountain near where they live and there's this big mountain that has been dug by foreigners because they're looking for something and you know lo and behold it's the real Santa Claus who's been trapped in ice you know for the last mm-hmm. 100 years 200 years whatever it's been maybe thousands I can't remember I, I, I missed the the timestamp on the the burial what I really like about it is that it does feel like one of those Christmas movies where everything's from the point of view of the kid and we oh, follow yeah. we follow the kid, and it's like his perception of things. Like when he sees the adults doing something that's kind of scary, like he gets scared, and it's you know glimpses mm-hmm. around corners, and it's you know also that idea that he's ready to believe in things a lot more because he's a kid, mm-hmm. you know. And 
he believes he kind of believes in Santa, but then he believes in all these legends of this evil, you know, version, the real Santa. And yeah, I just I really like that idea. It, it gives it this kind of. It would almost be suitable for kids if it wasn't for all the uh, the full frontal male nudity <laughs> that's uh, in the movie. But more on that in the spoilers. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I like how proactive uh, the main character is. Um. Like he's like pretty much like right from the start of the movie. You know, you see him like kind of you know getting all this like protective gear together kind of like making traps and stuff uh, in, inside the home uh yeah which by I the like... way I, I love that in movies i love when kids like go oh, yeah. full on like prepared and like you know it's the home yeah. alone thing it's like all right no nah, right i'm getting ready to defend even if that and the adults of course think he's being immature and stupid and what's he doing but he turns out mm-hmm. to be right it just i don't know it's i always enjoy that in movies and then uh and like you said you know it kind of starts off with the there's this um corporation which i, I don't know if they're supposed to be american the character we see speaking at the stars definitely english it's definitely an english accent he has yeah uh, and then there's another guy who i sounded german maybe the accent <laughs> uh, so it was hard to tell yeah um I, uh, I, there is at least one american because they find a passport or maybe the company they're from is american yeah uh, but i i just like you know they're uh you know this kind of like rich you know industry guy uh, is trying to like dig up the original santa i like it it almost gives it like kind of like a jurassic park kind of vibe or something mm, where it's yeah. like man <laughs> kind of you know almost like a and over uh, his head yeah playing um, with forces that he should not be tampering with and tempting nature kind of yeah. like <laughs> you to, to quote jurassic park you were too preoccupied whether or not you could you never stopped to ask if you should yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that that quote is very usable and it's usable here so yeah. mm-hmm. nah. but like, like you say it's, it's got the, the snowy landscape down which is great uh, so it, it feels it feels Christmas at the same time you know it's kind of different because it's you know it's it's a different country it's not uh, it's, it's not I mean it's part of the it's western suburbs. world but it's it's not like you know that this particular like there's like customs like I, I was wondering like did did they, did they put up trees because I didn't see a tree in the house or is that just them not putting up a tree, you know yeah. things like that like I didn't see any presents did they do presents in Finland I mean they probably do but maybe this is just a poor family because because there's a bunch of the plots is that they're struggling for money so it may just be a this is them you know kind of thing not being able to. Uh- yeah, I mean, kind of like uh, you know when we were talking about the whaling uh, last week, just how like you know uh, it's just really interesting to see a different country, and I just kind of get excited to see even like the boring stuff, like how they live and stuff, and like how you know like we only see like a couple of like you know uh, locations here, and I kept wondering like, oh, is this what? You know, like a lot of the country is like, do they not really have like a lot of big cities, or are they just really far away? Oh, I'm sure Finland you know? has big cities. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I hopefully someday I will come explore their their fine land. Uh, but until now, this is my only representation of their country. I kind of want to live in a place where a a snowmobile is like a normal way of getting around. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Because just because because you know his dad goes out on the snowmobile and he, he drives out, and I'm like. I want a snowmobile. I want to live in a place yeah. where I can just use a snowmobile on a daily basis. This is great. <laughs> yeah, it'd be fun. And I, I kept wondering, like, how cold it, it really was out there because it looks like it'd be freezing, but there are, like, you know, scenes where, where they're, like, running around in their underwear and stuff outside. Well, I think that's a combination of things. I think part of it is it, it's possible for it to be too cold for snow. So, oh, okay. Interesting. Um, so, 
I don't think so. I think it's obviously it's cold, but it's not that cold. But I also that think cold. that the other part of it is if it's always like that, then they'll be used to the They're that used temperature. To it, yeah. So to them, like you know, cold will be a lot lower than what we would maybe call cold. And I already, I'm already pretty cold bloody as it is, but I'm sure Finland would probably freeze my ass off. <laughs> but uh, interesting. Nah, that's uh, so. <laughs> That's enough about the setting. Although one thing the setting kind of plays into, but that's not really why I'm making this comparison. The movie, in a weird way, it's like a cross between something like a, a Gremlins or a Krampus mm-hmm. with a Coen Brothers movie. I can see that. Yeah, that's a and I don't just mean comparison. And I'm kind of half joking because of the snow in Fargo, but yeah, what I'm really meaning though is just the way the scenarios play out. Because we get to a point where it's like the you know the dad and his two like friends. Like mm. trying to like hold something for ransom, it just feels like a Coen Brothers movie, or maybe even a little bit of like a Tarantino style plot where, you know, and yeah. ultimately isn't the movie doesn't really end that way either. But it just there's, there was a chunk in the middle where I'm like, this is kind of this instead of this, and that was cool. What, what yeah. I really like about it, uh, and this is something that I've noticed that I only tend to get from foreign movies, uh, from countries other than you know US, UK, that kind of it. Tends to I've noticed it a lot from Korean films and certainly here with this and other sort of uh, Norwegian and uh, the, the Nordic countries is they seem to be able to nail this really different tone that we would never get in our movies. You know, like yeah. where it's it can be really serious, but there's also like a a playfulness to everything as well at the same time, and it can be really funny at the drop of a hat without. Yeah, like, there's some, like, you know, funny parts in this, but it's never, like, over the top. Like, you know, it, it's almost like a dry humor kind of thing where it's, like, you know, the, the characters are, um, y- you know, they, they never, like, are over-exaggerating things or anything. Like, you know what I mean? This movie alone has, like, whimsical Christmas adventure at some points, right? Which is really heartwarming. It had really creepy moments. It had... Like I say, Cohen-esque moments, you know, and then and as I said as well, it could almost be suitable for kids, but then you have full frontal male nudity <laughs> several times. Yeah, like you would never mix all these things in like an American yeah. movie. You just wouldn't do it. It's, it's it'd be weird for that. But for so mm-hmm. they they nail it. They make it work. Yeah, that's uh, really good at it. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't um, know. It, it just I, I really enjoyed it in that that sense. Mm-hmm. Um. It's very brisk. In fact, if, what, most of my minor nitpicks probably come from the fact that it's maybe a little bit too short. It could have maybe done with another 10, 15 minutes just yeah. to flesh out a couple of... Because di- there was, a, especially in the second half, I felt like there was a couple of uh, like plot developments where they almost seemed to rush past them where I'm like, you didn't really stop and acknowledge that this is where we are now, if yeah, that makes sense. There, the way I was kind of thinking about it is, I felt like there was wasted potential. Like I felt like there was stuff that was set up that I felt like, oh, that'll be cool when we get there. I know. Then, uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> by the way, I'm just I'm having trouble. I, one of the cats has just used a lot of tree, and I can smell it, and it's it's not pleasant. Sorry. It's not pleasant. Well, you gotta stop keeping it right, uh, right on your bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the smell travels. That's how bad it is, Tim. It travels. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so that no, is it's pretty good. I think the the, the kid who's playing uh, 
Pietari uh, <laughs> is pretty good. I think all the the, the, the three yeah. main adults are all really good as well. They have a like you said, they've got this dry humour about them where mm. they'll just say things in a really sort of like normal way, but there'll just be a slight heightened sense of humour about it. Um, yes. I think the relationship between the dad and the kid's really good. It hints at some of their past early on, and you get this sort of emotional bond, despite him being a very sort of sort of cold and yeah. distant kind of dad, but he's trying his best kind of thing. He's you know he's well, struggling, but yeah, there's there's that one like really heartwarming you know scene where they're at the dinner table or whatever and they could just kind of bring up the mom that was like uh yeah, kind yeah. Of like you said like all the different tones and that was like a surprisingly like oh this is actually pretty emotional because because the mom's not there and jesus christ that smells uh the mom <laughs> the mom's not there so <clears throat> it's it, and i love that it's never it never they never go into it any more than that it's like yeah. it's one line of oh these just taste like mom used to make and they never say anything else, but you get the emotion in the scene. You know that she passed away. It wasn't like they split up. This was a yeah. This was a death, and it's never brought up again. And it doesn't need to be. It's like no, no. Just one time. We know that's there. We know that's there. The entire movie. We don't have to constantly talk about getting over his mother's yeah. death or whatever. Like it's not really. Um, whereas I feel like a lot of like more mainstream movies would, you know, beat that horse dead, and. Yeah. At the same time, I think this oddly works for a mainstream audience. Obviously, a lot of people would be like, "Oh, subtitles!" Well, I'm not watching subtitles. But <laughs> honestly, this feels this doesn't feel like a weird movie to me. I feel like you could show this to most people, and they would go along for the ride. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think other than some of the obvious stuff, we always we you already mentioned like the nudity and everything. Like other than that, yeah, I think most people like, yeah wouldn't be down for it. But other than that, though, it's not that weird a movie in terms of like you know you, yeah. you recommend some movies and you rec- you recommend a great film like Old Boy, but if they're really weird, like if they're really not weird, if they're really anti weird, <coughs> I guess is the <laughs> the correct term. If they're really sort of uh, prudish about certain things, like that movie will just disturb them and they will hate you forever for recommending it. Whereas oh, yeah. this, I don't feel like you know I feel like if you say to someone, oh, it's a movie about evil Santa, they go, oh, that'll just ruin my idea of Christmas. But no, it's a really fun movie. Yeah. That's what it is. But no, I think that'll, that'll do for the spoiler-free. So full spoilers from this point on for Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale. Um, few main points here I want to talk about. I want to mention a couple of specific moments. Um, I love that... So obviously, what they believe is Santa is caught in this uh, wolf trap and the dad and the other two guys uh, sort of have him held captive. And I love the moment when he like he's not responding to anything they say and he's just got his head down but then when he hears yeah. a kid like, here's, here's the kid outside as soon as he hears a child his head yeah. like slowly comes up and he looks like all right now his interest is peaked that was proper creepy because yeah. uh, yeah. the, the whole idea is is that uh santa and this likes to kidnap the naughty kids and yeah uh, and then they they did such a good job of making it like so like animalistic it, it was like the way he reacts is like so similar to you know the times uh when i've been like uh with like my dogs or my cats or something and you know they're just like totally passed out and then like you know you break out some food and, and something and then yeah you just see that kind of slight twitch and little like pep in their step uh and <laughs> I, don't know, I just uh, i thought it was really cool that they made it these like you know kind of predatory animalistic kind of creatures no I, I really like that even, even the way even his shoulders were kind of like weird and pointy like i don't know if they did something to his shoulders to make them a bit more 
creepy. That's, but that's why I was wondering if they just found like a really creepy old looking guy, or if there was like a lot of like you know makeup or, or yeah. you know stuff that they did to make him look look a little off. Yeah, the stuff that was feeling really cones to me that I was mentioning is when they actually like tie him up in this like green thing, and he's hanging from the. He's, he's hanging from the, the roof and he's just sort of staring at them as he's swinging and the three guys and the kid are all just sitting there eating like cookies. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it just, it felt so Cohen's and then the fact that they, they hear the, the company over the walkie-talkie and they're like, oh, we'll get we'll sell them back to you and it became like a sort of ransom. Thing. That's why I was like, this, this is like Fargo almost. <laughs> there's, yeah. like, there's like some Cohen elements coming into this. This is weird. Um, but then the movie completely changes when they, when they go to make the drop-off and uh, mm-hmm. The, the guy from the start of the movie, like the opening scene, of course, which set up the company that's digging here. Mm-hmm. He gets killed pretty quickly here, actually, but he he sort of, like, he he reveals that that's not really Santa. That's just one of his helpers. That's actually an elf. It looks like Santa. He's got the white beard. It looks like our yeah. image of Santa. Um, but then we see lots of other, like, similar-looking old guys, you know, the elves coming out. Yeah. And we see that the real Santa, who is a huge, huge... Uh, almost Krampus-style monster is stuck in ice. And here's, as much as I love almost everything that happens after this, the one big complaint that I think you're going to share with me here is that we never actually get to see him wake up and do anything. I mean, it's so... It's so disappointing because it's like, you know, in a horror movie, you're, you know, building... If you're mentioning or talking about this monster, and especially if you see, like, a slight glimpse of it... Yeah, because you see his his horns coming out of the ice. Yeah, it's like, you you gotta show it. Like, yo, he he has to come out at some point. Yeah, that was really weird, because they were doing their whole plan, because they find... uh, Because it's, like, seeded throughout that the... Like the radiators are going missing and like sacks are going missing and they've got all the kids in the town in sacks and they've got all these radiators up against the ice trying to melt <laughs> trying to melt uh, <laughs> Santa out and uh, by the way this is when uh, uh, Pietari like has his big moment where he fires the shotgun that he's been carrying the whole movie oh yeah and he's Very like badass. it's me or Santa and I choose me <laughs> <laughs> yeah he kind of like he's been like uh like you know entertaining and um you know, kind of, like, plucky this whole movie, but he, like, becomes full-on, like, badass, like, John McClane. Yeah, it does. It's really awesome, because the whole movie, he's kind of, like, asking for his dad for permission for stuff. He's, you know, his friend is kind of a bully to him, and he's, you know, he's kind of the wimp that's, like, you know, picked on. And this is when he, like, takes charge. Even the adults, it's like, no, no, shut (laughs) up. I've got a plan. We're going to do this. And it's his plan to blow up Santa. It's his plan to... Because uh, one of the dad's friends, the one who dresses up at Santa at Christmas, he happens to be a pilot. So he like grabs the company's helicopter and they pick up all the kids in the sacks. Which, by the way, I did think it was a bit weird that they didn't take the kids out of the sacks. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the they probably still could have, would have followed them. But... Yeah, that was a bit weird. So the, the plan is to lure all of these Santa helpers away. And we get this great magical moment of like uh, the kid like hanging. He's, he's, his dad's let him go hanging on to the net that's holding the all the kids in the sacks. And we get these great shots of the helicopter flying around with all the elves like going underneath and <laughs> the kid sort of yells out as if he's excited and like the music swells up and we have this magical almost like Christmas walking in the air, snowman esque moment of him like flying around it underneath the helicopter. And I'm like yeah. I did not see a moment like this coming when I started this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't, I can't say that I did not have a smile on my face when it did. So you know what? Yeah. Pro- props to you. I am enjoying this. 
Uh, that said, at this point, I was still under the belief that Santa was going to wake up. That the plan yeah. was not going to work perfectly, and the last like ten minutes would be like giant monster Santa being chasing them around until they figure out a way to like kill him. Yeah. And while okay, I I'm okay with them doing something that wasn't expected, but they just blow him up while he's still on the ice, and that's it. He's defeated. That was that is like what's basically my only main complaint. The, the other com- minor complaints would be because of the the short time, it did feel like. We all of a sudden we need to save all the kids. Like I feel like we've just jumped into that without the characters stopping and realizing the horror of the situation. You know, like I could have used the yeah. moment of the characters like going, oh, "Crap, what's going on?" Like this is yeah. really dangerous and serious. But yeah, the the one main complaint would be we really wanted to see Santa break out of that ice and go on a rampage for five minutes. Yeah, like it, it's not like you needed him like the whole movie. It just would have been a nice like you know little reveal at the end, and then yeah, you could have yeah. still blown him up or um, I don't know. Like I kept uh, the other thing that I kind of thought was gonna have more of a um, significance was like the electric fence. Uh, I thought would come into play at some point. Right, yeah. It's like yeah, they corralled like all the elves and stuff into it, but I thought that uh, I I don't know that it would do something, you know. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't have a problem with that one so much, but definitely Santa waking up was the big thing. Cause, oh, yeah. Because like, it, it just felt like, oh, this is so weird, you're not showing it. And I still liked the ending after that. It just, it was just, like, I, I guess it was, I, I wonder if they wanted to do it and it was like a budget thing. It's like, this is just the one thing we can't do. That's that's the only thing I can really think of, because, and I wonder if that's why it was kind of short, too, maybe. Yeah, but then um, all I could think is, why, well, why make him that big? If you can't make him like a big CG monster, then just get a tall guy and a suit and do it. Do it do, no, but not goofy, just yeah. like an old school, cool, practical monster effect. You know? like Yeah. I don't know. Mm. But. At least it's like. Um, it, it's like uh, on the plus side, though, that is kind of like a better complaint than saying, like, oh, this sucked or this was stupid. Like, I guess it's not the worst thing to have a complaint to be like, oh, I wanted more. Of, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's just, it is the one main disappointment is that we, we didn't get to see Monster Santa like storming about for the last few minutes for them to like blow him up eventually. Um, mm. But like you say, like, everything, all the build up to that was more than enough to enjoy the movie. Like, you know, the, the, oh, the, yeah. When we thought the elf was Santa, he was already really creepy. I was all for this human version of Santa who was evil. Like, that was fine. I was on board with that. And then yeah. the real, you know, giant monster Santa in the ice. <laughs> so, uh, no. And of course, the end of the movie is actually really weird. <laughs> so, yeah. going with the, cause the name of the movie comes from the fact that at the end, they train all the elves to become Santas because they figure they can sell these, you know, to solve their money problems, they'll sell off these elves after they train them to become Santa. So we <laughs> we see some glimpses of like throughout the year of like Santa training, where they're <laughs> teaching them how to act like Santa, and then they ship them off at the end with big rare exports stamped on the side of the box. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it was kind of nice, like that it was a like um, kind of solved their problem earlier of the movie of all their livestock getting killed off, and like this is kind of their new thing. Like, oh, well, now we're just gonna like <laughs> farm these guys. But um, I, I don't know if you've seen this, but this was actually based on like um, a, like a short YouTube movie called Rare Exports, which is like a, um, I, I haven't seen it since like the first time I watched this movie, but it was basically like a five minute kind of like 
commercial, which is basically what the ending was of like these people like capturing a Santa in the hmm. wild. Um, so, and so, then, so someone decided to build a backstory. <laughs> uh, I, I guess it's like, I, I think, I don't know if it's just like a really popular movie that they're like, all right, or a popular video that they're like, Hey, let's turn this into like a full fledged movie. But um, yeah, that's where that comes from. Or I, I guess they engineered it to kind of work towards that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So the final shot is the pilot putting on his aviation goggles as the planes behind him and they're loading Santa crates onto the <laughs> onto the plane. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a lot of fun with this one. A uh, lot, lot of positive things. The one sort of kind of major complaint at the end, but otherwise, you know, music was really good. I really enjoyed the music throughout. Humour was good. Had a good bit of heart. Uh, surprisingly touching moments here or there you know creepy moments here or there it's not much of a horror movie in all honesty so if you're wanting like a proper well, horror th- experience this wouldn't be the one to go with but yeah I mean well like you, you never really see anyone die I don't, I don't think like uh, there's those kind of like uh, the workers die but it's all like off screen yeah if I, I'd probably complain about that scene actually because that, that happens really quick and it's all off camera it's just you know you're trying to build up the menace of what's going on but uh yeah. yeah, like you, you don't have to make it like a super like R-rated, gory. That's actually thing. kind. Of, that's kind of weird actually when you think about it. That the 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 only kills that happen are off screen, but there's there's mm-hmm. dick on screen several times. <laughs> and I, I guess that's just a, you know, like a different culture. Like you know, mainland yeah. Europe tends to be a lot more relaxed when it comes to nudity. Yeah. So. And uh, I think it <laughs> it would be. Uh, you know, fair to point out that when we say that there's like nudity, it's not just like one guy naked. Like there's a scene where it's like a whole army yeah. of like old naked the, guys. The, the the one that was particularly <laughs> telling was that right at the end when they're coming into the the the, the electrified fence area, yeah. and it's the the lights are shining on them, and it's just like all these old guys coming with their dicks, like <laughs> and. I, I I wonder if this actually is technically suitable for kids, and it's. You know, in Finland, you know, in its original release. I mean, because to, to be fair, it's not like any of the nudity is actually sexual. Like it's right. just, it's very yeah. matter of a fact. They just happen to be naked because they don't wear clothes. It's not. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe if, uh, you know, like you said, they might have different kind of. You know, I, I mean, in terms of that stuff, like you know, the U.S. is like really uptight about that stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised if other countries are more relaxed about it. Yeah. Although. I, I will oh, say. Where's this going? Jesus, where's oh, this no, going, I, Tim? Well, oh, no, I was just gonna say. Uh, me and my girlfriend have been watching um, uh, the last season of uh, American Horror Story. Uh, oh, why would you do that, Tim? Actually, I, I think the last season hasn't been too bad, but oh, oh. Uh, but the stuff that they do there, I'm very surprised that they're able to show that on TV. It's like legit, like. Like, I, I don't know it's like like pe- like people literally having sex like not even trying to like block it out with stuff it's uh it's very surprising okay uh, <laughs> that's that tangent that's been rare exports a christmas tale uh solid good time uh, let's get to some ratings some yuletide ratings for the movie timmy <sighs> this is uh it's pretty hard I, I might be a little harsh because I, I i really want to give it a nice solid eight but uh just the 
the the lack of Santa just bumps it down a little bit for me. So I, I'm sorry, but I got to give it a 7.5. I wish it could be higher, but I, I need that Santa. I need that crazy giant Krampus horn Santa. You got Santa blocked. I did. <laughs> I... I'm going to give it a little bit more benefit. I'm going to go with a, a, a full eight, a full, full solid, uh, well-rounded eight. Because, like I say, lots of surprising moments where it did something that you would not expect from a movie with this plot, where it would be touching, or it would be creepy, or it would be, you know, whimsical uh, and Christmassy. Uh, you know, especially because most of the movie doesn't feel that Christmassy in the sense that it doesn't feel like a oh this is a good natured Christmas story where we're going to have the feel good moment but then sure enough there's that moment on the helicopter where the kid's like on top of the world and it feels like Christmas <laughs> I just imagined what if the ice did crack and, <laughs> and then the, they revealed Santa to be like the Tim Allen Santa Claus <laughs> um with that, guys, thanks very much for watching. Uh, let us know what you think of Red Exports if you've seen it in the comments below. Like and subscribe and all that stuff. It helps us. Yeah, uh, it helps us a lot if you do. I can't speak today. Uh, I can barely speak English. Never mind understanding Finnish. I need those subtitles. Uh, thank you very much for watching. Uh, like and subscribe and all that stuff. It helps us out. And uh, yeah, Merry Christmas. We'll be back with another Christmas movie or two in next week. And our best horror movies of the year video will be coming before the end of the month. So keep tuned for those. Thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you next time.